Blog Talk Radio. Again, it's 
this feels like the 1980s almost, and also part of the 90s with the Wednesday Night Wars going on. So keep in mind, folks, if we don't cover Ring of Honor, if we don't cover NXT UK or New Japan Wrestling uh, or any other independent CWE, Danny Warren's group, uh, we apologize 100%. We're going to try and cover you as best we can. And if we don't cover you at all, we'll do our best to make it up. I'll do my best to make it up on Off the Rails Uncensored. So, with those statements being said, you know, we're going to start off right off the bat, you know, with Lady Lynn's corner. And uh, she's going to give some insight as to, you know, AEW Dynamite as best she can. And if it's not AEW Dynamite, then last previous Wednesday of NXT live from Full Sail. So without further ado, Lady Lynn's Corner, ladies and gents. Thank you, B-Train. Hello, and welcome to Lady Lynn's Corner, where I cover all things about wrestling that you want to know about. Spoilers be damned here. (laughs) All right, let's get right into it. AEW Dynamite Results. February 19, 2020. Coming live from the State Farm Arena in Atlanta, Georgia. Let's see. They kicked off the night with a tag team battle royal for a chance at the AEW World Tag Team Championship at Revolution on February 29th. Let's see. Teams included the Young Bucks, the Jurassic Express, hashtag Strongheart. Never heard of them. Butcher and the Blade, Best Friends. <laughs> if that name doesn't scream baby face, then what does, B Train? I, okay. I, uh, let's see here. AEW's tag team division. I'm just going to point this out. The Young Bucks should have been in the fucking title picture at the beginning of their fucking eminence, or the beginning of their creation. There, I said it. Matt and Nick is awesome. Okay, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay, enough yeah. of me. Continue. Yes, sir. Continuing down the line, we have, let's see, Silver and Reynolds of the Dark Order, TH2, the Hybrid 2. Um, again, not a team I'm familiar with, but whatever. Private Party, Santana and Ortiz, and SCU. Let's see. Teams all started on the outside of the ring. They all rushed when the bell rang, except Antenna and Ortiz. Let's see. When did they finally decide to get involved? Okay, they finally got involved when Silver and Reynolds were super kicked out of the match by the Young Bucks. Okay? Let's see here. Oh, boy. Let's see. Now let's get let's skip all the mumbo jumbo. Just get to the good part. Who who won the match? Let's see who won the. Okay, all right. Well, <laughs> well, the young bucks are deserving of the uh, championship title opportunity. It looks like they earned it. Be trained. Let's see. Shanna. Or Shayna, I am not sure the pronunciation, but who gives two flying rat's asses about that? Versus Tris 
Statlander with the Dr. Britt Baker on commentary, okay? Hmm. Doesn't say exactly what this match had to do with anything. Uh, uh, so let's see. Is it an important match? Doesn't seem to be. Let's see. Recap video of the Native Beast Championship win against Riho. Oh, we have a new AEW Women's Champion, it seems. I don't know. Did you cover the AEW report in my absence last week, D-Train, or no? Well, I did cover it on Off the Rails Uncensored because, how do I put this? I talked about Nyla Rose representing the LGBT community. She's the first ever uh, transgender champion, folks, and... um, well, you know, that's one bright spot for AEW. I mean, what if some people, you know what, tomato, tomato, a wrestling show is a wrestling show. I know I get a lot of flack. Why can't you be open-minded? <laughs> like one of our fans got mad at me because I thought that was Lady Lynn's job. We don't have specific jobs, folks, pertaining to who's broadcasting by the fucking way. I own this podcast. So, exactly. With He's that, the owner. I'm just the co-host. She's a great co-host. But I covered the brief synopsis of AEW, this, that, the other, Young Bucks, blah, blah, Nyla Rose champion, uh, what else? Oh, yeah, and a lot of ranting and raving in between. And if you didn't catch the podcast, you can do so. It's free to download on iTunes, folks. I posted the episodes on Twitter. I also posted it. On two accounts, my normal account on Facebook, I'm not giving you away my real name. I don't do that shit. Um, but if you want, Wrestle Radio Network is chock full of episodes. Uh, just so you know, I've interviewed Danny Cage. I know he probably rolls his eyes or puts his face in his palm when he hears his name on my show. Hi, Danny. How you doing? <laughs> um, anyways. Lady Lynn, was there anything else you wanted to add about AEW Dynamite interview from Atlanta, Georgia? Let's see. <laughs> Grade A restaurant quality slobber knocker, according to Jim Ross, was the match between John Moxley and Jeff Cobb with Taz on commentary. Oh, let's see. How, how did this match turn out? Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Okay. Okay, well, looks like Mox takes a W on this match, so, all right. And that's surprised by this. The inner circle charged the ring and attacked Moxley. Oh, wait a, wait a minute. Dustin Rhodes ran to his aid? Really? Okay. Did something happen between Big Brother and Little Brother that I missed out on D-Train? No, what happened was Dustin came in the ring because the inner circle started to attack Moxley. And so Dustin had been out with a broken arm because Jake Hager a long time ago, I think you and I watched this, he got his arm broken by Hager, and they, AEW had a 
supposedly, yeah. This is the first time I can say this about them. Actually, no. Uh, the inconsistency with story about who the fuck Dustin is feuding with, because one week it was uh, Jericho, the next week it's like, okay. I... So Dustin, long story short, fans, came to the aid of Moxley because the inner circle... Oh, there's way too many cooks in the kitchen. I said that last show, and I'll say it again. Somebody needs to split. The inner circle (laughs) needs to split somewhat because there's seven people in your group now. Jesus fucking Christ. Too many. Way too many. I don't think there were ever any that big of factions before in any kind of wrestling. I mean, the biggest faction I think could be like... Anyways, enough of okay. Continue, my friend. Oh, no, friend. finish your thought. Finish your thought, B-Train. Finish your thought. Okay, so back in the 90s, folks, in WCW, Jericho was a part of the Monday Night Wars. He wasn't a part of the NWO. He was not a part of the NWO Wolfpack. The NWO took over WCW, and ultimately, folks, and they let Bischoff Hogan and Nash and Hall take control you all saw what happened to WCW, TNA. I'm just saying, Jericho said at the very beginning of this press conference, we're not doing this for us, we're doing it for the fans. Well, that's partially true with AEW, because if you were doing it for you know the fans, dear Lord, okay, Sammy Guevara, Jake Hager, Santina Ortiz, Jeff Cobb, that's and MJF, I don't know who the fuck he is for, whatever. He's whatever. He's doing his own thing. He's part of Jericho, friends, whatever. If the goal is to have as many people in a faction, boy, you know, the inner circle wins that concept. But if the inner circle was like four to five people, okay, you're teetering borderline. How many people, oh, we have this faction. Oh, I'm like this personality. That's great. Fans can identify. Motherfucker. That's contradictory to what you said in your press conference. You're doing this for the fans, are you? Are you sure you're not doing this for yourself? I like this guy. Maybe he could join my group. Hey, this bum off the street looks great. What are you going to tell me next? I just made the list. (laughs) Maybe he will say that. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Just pointing some obvious shit. That maybe a few fans are too dumb to figure out for themselves. I said, I didn't say all of you. I said some of you. So not all people don't get all bent out of shape. He means well. Well, actually, no, he doesn't. He means to offend. It's his specialty. That is my specialty, folks, because I'm trying to point shit out. AEW is doing wonderful things, you know, for professional wrestling. There's no doubt about it. But like every good promo, build them up and tear them down. And I'll do that, you know, and off the rails uncensored. I'm not going to tear them down entirely because that makes no sense for me to tear down a company that's just beginning. But uh, why? I mean, Lady Lynn's probably going to get to this match here in a minute. But how many, how many specialty matches can you guys have as a company before people go, huh? That's going to shorten their career 
because of all the gigging and all the blading and all the bullshit that you guys do. I'm not talking about wrestling. I'm talking about the extra mile that you guys go to make things so dramatic. Like there's <laughs> there's some need there's some need for it, and then there's other parts of me that go, okay, Cody's match with Wardlow or whatever the fuck his name is. Um, yeah, that's correct. Yeah, I I'm not saying it was a bad match, but dear lord, man, you guys are falling prey to victims. What I mean by mm-hmm. that? If you keep using specialty matches before your fucking pay-per-views, which cost $49, folks, and people are like, I could just watch it on Facebook. Um, I don't know how to put this, but as a performer, if you didn't pay and you streamed it, you cheap asses, here's the thing. You guys complain about price. And yet you love a company that bashes, consistently bashes WWE. And that's the only company they seem to be focused on bashing during promo. But uh, I've and you want specifics. Apparently I've ticked off the AEW community of fans. You want specifics. When Cody Rhodes sat there on Dynamite, my friend, in 2019, and specifically stated, we don't break. Or so we can break the fourth wall like the company we used to work for consistently. John Moxley bashed WWE. I'm not a guy that you can fucking put in a box because that's complete bullshit. I'm going to scour the AEW locker room and I'm going to scour it for next until I break each and every single last one of them because there will not be a soul left when I'm done and I'm standing at the top of the mountain. That's not bashing WWE. Like, as if we're not climbing for clamoring for attention. Come on, man. You asked for specifics. I've got identical green photographic memory, so that means I can tell you date, time, place, and statement in which in which AEW completed. So keep in mind, folks. I'm not trying to bash them. I'm just trying to point out the obvious. So. I mean, Lady Lynn can give her account on the AEW side of things, but I think uh, I'm going to cut that report off from AEW. We can move on uh, to NXT, if you will, because there's a lot to cover. A lot to cover. Well, I'll at least wrap up the AEW part by saying it will be coming... On this Wednesday, February 26th, from Silverstein Ice Center's Arena in Kansas City, Missouri, my former hometown. So, to all you people who want to see it, better get your tickets soon. Better hurry up. To all you people who would rather watch it from the comfort of your home, you do you. I mean, you can go through SeatGeek, TickPick, StubHub. If they say they're sold out, I don't fucking think so. No. They lied because, yeah, Dynamite in Kansas City. There's a lot of people been requesting it. Um, again, I don't mean to burst someone's bubble here. I know a buddy of mine that, you know, when I sent for back to Kansas City and then had to move back to New York, said, you know, oh, they've been people to clamoring to see it. Ooh, yards, hards, and, and I mean this in the most sincerest of all ways. For those of you 
who don't know the term yard charge, I know most of you do. That means backyard wrestling. Yes, I am comparing AEW to backyard wrestling because I have seen nothing but cage matches, thumbtacks, barbed wire. Um, are you guys trying to emulate ECW or CZW? Make up your minds. They're trying to emulate something. What it is, I don't think we're meant to figure that out. I just, you know, it's just, it's a headache and a half trying to explain to people. I'm not totally biased towards WWE. I don't just watch their programming, man. I watch stuff on Daily Motion about NWA. I watch pretty much, you know, stuff about New Japan. A friend of mine got me hooked on some of their shit. Hey, hold on. Congratulations, Kyrie Sane, for being engaged, okay? You know, a lot of people don't give the Japanese credit when they get married, but let's, you know, have uh, Jared Leto or uh, or Joaquin Phoenix or some celebrity get married, or not just celebs, but WWE stars for that matter. Let's have them get married and everyone blows their top off the fucking joint. So, congratulations, Kyrie. Uh, I would, you know, congratulate you in Japanese, but uh, it would sound insulting if I did because my New York accent, no, it's because I would have to study. If, you know, I want it to be, you know, a proper respect, but congratulations. Have at it. Have the best years of your life, dear, all right? So, Lady Lynn, if you would please indulge us for the continuance of this discussion in Lady Lynn's Corner. Uh, something about NXT this past Wednesday. Well, let me see here. I'm getting a little back. Let's see. Oh, you're right. NXT results. Let's see. What have we got? Oh, let's see. We probably have already covered Port uh take over Portland, have we not? No, we have. Yeah. Um, let's see here. We talked about the prior episode a week ago. Um, if you haven't watched it, Lady Lynn, I did cover some of it. But, uh, you know, so here's the, here's the skinny, folks. Oh. Yeah, help me out here. I'm kind of drowning. All right, no, you're fine. So, Undisputed... And it came out saying, like, that was last week. So, I know what I just, you know, here, folks. I watched the show. I watched it all the way through. There was a cruiserweight match at the beginning. Actually, no, Undisputed. February 19th. Start off the show, Undisputed. Uh, we told, we, we basically set Tommaso Ciampa on fire and made his nightmares come true, blah, blah, blah. So Roderick Strong wanted to take out Velveteen Dream, but then, you know, 
Velveteen, of course, playing mind games. Showed pictures of, of uh, Roderick's wife, Roderick's kid. And then, uh, let's see here. Caden Carter versus Chelsea Green. Robert Stone, of course, helped a little with the uh, leg pull on the outside. Caden took advantage. And then you had, you know, a whole bunch of, not talking, but you had the NXT Cruiserweight Championship, Jordan Devlin versus Leo Rush. That was a good back-and-forth match, believe it or not. I can't stand that fly on the wall known as uh, you know, Leo Rush. It was great. Leo Rush missed the cruise, uh, the uh, he missed a frog splash, and then Devlin took advantage. Then they hit the Devlin slide, which is very similar to the 1916. Ah, really, dude? I don't agree with that statement, dude. That there's two different moves, and wow. Just lost a few IQ points from that statement. Okay, so it was very back and forth between that. Okay, so Tommaso Ciampa. The Austin Theory was supposed to have a match with I don't know who. But I know that Ciampa basically beat the fuck out of Theory because Theory kept trying to hurry up uh, Ciampa's I'm going to beat Gargano's ass speech. And I know, folks, this is the cliff notes of what happened in NXT last week. But when someone gets thrown into the barricade 11 times, and I counted, Ciampa took Theory, you know, a new, um, new NXT newbie, not new to wrestling, and uh, apparently, you know, did some things on the side to make money, folks. We'll get into that later. Like I said, this show is lewd, crude, and in charge. <laughs> well, not really. But uh, anyways, Austin Theory got his ass beat by Tommaso Ciampa. Sent a message to, well, he sent a message to Johnny Gargano. The grizzled young veterans, oh, Lord. I'm sorry, folks. Oh, boy. If you see Gibson, if you see Gibson, take your shoes off. If you see Chad <laughs> Gibson, take your shoes off. If he's in the room, he'll take his shoes off. Yeah, see? This is a force of habit from NXT UK, all right? I haven't seen Gibson in quite some time. Well, on a consistent basis, if you will. Since they lost the NXT UK Tag Team Championships, and that's a whole different ball. By the way, to all my fans in the UK, you guys, this is history in the making. They're having an a takeover in Ireland on April 27th. So it's post-WrestleMania, dude. This is huge. The first ever takeover in Portland and now across the pond, the first ever takeover in Ireland. That is some huge news, all right. You want to talk about the takeover Dublin. I mean, this is... WWE is doing things that... You know, most companies would be like, holy shit, you know, we got to get on board. We got to get money. This is why I'm saying, man, 70-plus years of experience, all that money saved up, it's going to do them good. Let's get to the match, shall we? So Joaquin Wilde and Raul Mendoza. Um, well, they tried to compete with James Drake and Zach Gibson, but, um, you know, 
the ticket to ride from the Grizzled Young Veterans hit. I mean, the match got a C plus, but who fucking cares? The Broserweights versus Danny Birch and Orny Lorkin. Well, <laughs> that's a pair of tag team um, we haven't yeah. seen in a while. Yeah, I'm confused. I thought, you know, according to reports, I think they're just playing into this. But I've, you know, Lady Lynn, there's been reports of uh, Orny, Danny, yeah, well, Danny Birch and Oni Lorcan leaving WWE. But I don't, you know, that's funny because they said the same shit about uh, Tainor Conchi. She's been lately, you know, playing into it because it said released on her T-shirt at a later or previous WWE live NXT event. So this is just a Bleacher Report. But Bleacher Report, you know, okay, Keith Lee, I forgot (laughs) this was an impromptu. Keith Lee versus Kona Reeves because he was trying to talk about his match with Donovan Dykojevic. Well, after Keith Lee's match, okay, Dykojevic wanted to challenge Keith Lee again. So Keith Lee said, all right, I accept. You know, this is going to – if those two tore the house down on a previous, you know, thing before, just imagine what they're going to do at the next takeover at WrestleMania. Holy – Holy fuck balls, Batman. Because all I can tell you is the last result of any match that those two had in Portland. I can only fuck imagine what's going to happen when my friend Chris and I are going to go directly to Tampa, the Emily Arena in Tampa, and see Keith Lee and Donovan Dykojevic just literally beat the holy hell out of each other. And I and Chris and others in that arena will thoroughly enjoy that sounds like that's going to be one hell of a good takeover match, B-Train. Uh, all right, so the Chelsea, yeah, I agree. I agree 100%, Lady Lynn. Um, Velveteen Dream versus Roderick Strong was the main event. Uh, let's see here. So Roderick Strong did not win the match, but then because Velveteen Dream hits the uh, Dream Valley driver. After the match, Undisputed interferes, and everyone's expecting Ciampa and Riddle and, and Dunn to come out. Sometimes, folks, they got to just wait things out. And you can't really do anything. You know, you can't always have the baby faces look strong. So, good show. There's some hits and misses. The hits probably were Roderick Strong versus Velveteen. Um, Keith Lee, Donovan Dykojevic's confrontation. I'm complete opposite of Bleacher Report, folks. I really, at this fucking point in juncture, every time they make a grade about something, I don't know who's grading it, but these are the same fucks that graded AEW with A pluses. So you say I'm biased, my friend. Take a look at Bleacher Report and see what you think, because a lot of people, uh, well, a lot of people like to grade. Wrestling, uh, however they perceive it. Well, tell you the truth, man. Lady Lynn and I have both been to our fair share of live shows, house shows, Raw, SmackDown Live, Money in the Bank. I mean, it doesn't make us expert on what a wrestling show should be. It just gives you it's different live than it is, you know, when you watch it on 
USA or the network. You get a much different perspective of it. You get a much different feel for it. And you also gain the perspective that sometimes things are not as they seem. Like tonight, I wa- you know, I figured out a new method, folks. Watching WWE Raw in the last half hour is not as bad as the, the uh, repeat copy and paste matches that you have for uh, WWE Raw. So, tonight, this is going to sound crazy as all hell, just watching the last half hour of WWE Raw. Am I insane? No, because I skipped all the promos and fights that got broken up by referees. Think shit's supposed to hit the fan. I don't know. But Elimination Chamber with Shayna Baszler going through four other competitors, we know what's going to... You know what's going to happen, folks. If oh, Ronda boy. Rousey comes back at Mania. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If Ronda Rousey comes back, does that mean that Charlotte Flair... Despite being an NXT champion, ah, uh, sorry, did I give away Mania 36? No, because I ain't Meltzer. Yes, you heard it. <laughs> I ain't or I hate sounds the same when it comes to that asshole. Yep. He said this about this show. He's accurate about certain things. What culture? I love you guys. I met you at Mania 32. But here's what I'm going to tell you. You swear by Meltzer. You need to find someone else to swear by. Ergo my show, because I accidentally predict shit. (laughs) Accidentally, jokingly, and nine times out of ten, your predictions have come true, B-Train. I take that back. Ten out of ten. See, like, uh, the percentages of guessing professional wrestling. Like, who comes out first? No, I don't base my predictions on that. But if the story, if the stories coincide, the storylines are coinciding with one another. Um, like, for example, with Gargano and Ciampa, it's all Triple H or no. There's creative that fixes to write about this shit. They don't. What people's misconceptions of how a story in professional wrestling goes or how a feud works is, you don't really know until you actually see it unfold on screen. That's the point I'm trying to make, man, is I love T because even though I predict some stuff, it's, um, it's fairly obvious, you know, what I... What I think is going to be different than what Lady Wynn thinks and the other fans of NXT or the other fans of WWE or New Japan or Ring of Honor. Which, by the way, first go brothers, if you are listening to this, man, I don't have any jurisdiction to where you go and I don't think you care, but holy fuck, somebody needs to get you two to either, I don't want to say AEW because I would overload the tag team division. Somebody needs to get your asses to NXT. And I, I'm just showing that out there because I, I know I talk a lot about, oh, this concept this and this concept that. It's not a bad idea for those two to go or the other 
group of tag teams from Ring of Honor because it seems like it's like the farm system for NXT. Look, Sami Zayn, Adam Cole, Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly, Roderick Strong came from there, Daniel Bryan. The list goes on of Ring of Honor that should go to NXT. And it's just like, um, all right, well... Well, I had to pause and thought because I'm reading all these questions from our Instagram. By the way, our Instagram folks post uh, pictures, fan art, we post anything that you send us. So please, you know, send us to Russell underscore radio and. Like I've been saying I'm trying I am trying to get us the time to get me a new logo for Wrestle Radio Network, so that's in the works too, folks. And what else? Ah yes. Wrestle underscore radio on Instagram. On Facebook, Wrestle Radio Network forward slash Facebook dot com. On iTunes Search Wrestle Radio Network. It should pop up. It's with Boombox and all the names in Silver Sharpie that I've had guests on as on our show from 2016 to about 2019. So again, support. Actually, let me rephrase that. Listen, download, share, repeat. And listen to us now because we have great messages of profanity and observation. The nerdum wonder of professional wrestling, right? Some of us are called marks because that's, you know, fanboy, fangirl. They're not the marks that annoy the masses, if you will. We... Are the we are reporters. We don't have bachelors, you know. We just report as best we can. With an open viewpoint, if you will, non-biased. Oh, and we're free to download. By the way, we're not whores yet. <laughs> But, you know, with shout-outs to – I can't give shout-outs. I don't know these two. Um, <laughs> Heel Marks Podcast, love you two to death. Um, I don't know. They are you – know, I know they are phenomenal, so shout-out to them. Chris Jericho's podcast, despite me critiquing and ranting and raving. Um It's pretty much a good podcast, you know. There's several podcasts out there. Cole Cabana's podcast. Not just him. There's several Christians' podcasts. Everyone's got a podcast. Thanks a lot, man. The platforms that come out of a podcast is just so fucking amazing, right? Anyways, folks. So, with 49 minutes left in this show... As I was saying, I jokingly predict shit from NXT, the main roster, 
I don't say this is going to happen at this point in time because this is what's going on. No, no, no. I kind I, um, of have a knack for saying, well, what if, you know, Johnny Gargano was the man behind the Alistair Black attack? They're probably never going to turn Gargano. Um, folks, it's funny because shortly thereafter, Gargano, you know, Nikki Cross is saying, he's coming, he's coming. And ultimately say it was me, it was me. He kicks Alistair Black again. Gargano, I think, is so fucking funny. Alistair Black beat his ass, broken. I mean, it was a beating that I think Gargano would soon rather forget. And yet he likes to poke the bear. And folks forget, Gargano can be both heel and face, so that classifies him as a fucking tweener. I'm going to touch base with some things about uh, the audience, you know, when it comes to Undisputed. I'm going to save that for Off the Rails Uncensored. But before I do, we've got some new advertisements. You heard me at the beginning of the show talking about TickPick. Folks, this show is a godsend uh, to advertisements that actually mean something. So, without further ado, before I get to TickPick, <clears throat> MonsterFactory.org What? Monster Factory? Make your dreams of becoming a professional in the world of professional wrestling come true. Invest in yourself. Go to MonsterFactory.org For any further questions about the school is located in Paulsboro, New Jersey with the coach, trainer, and owner, Danny Cage. There are several other coaches that work at Monster Factory, but... <clears throat> If you have any questions, do not email the office. Do not, unless you are a worker and you're in super camp. If Danny ever has one of those super camps, be sure you sign up for one. I went to two of those. I learned a lot about, you know, inner workings of how things work, the basics, essentially. Um, So, not just about podcast host that goes there to improve his social media shit and not only that but his networking skills or learning more and more how you can improve oneself with professional wrestling. If this school has housed Matt Riddle, it has housed Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson, Seamus, Bam Bam Bigelow, see well, Sean Waltman X Pod, Sonny, the Body Donna's about 90% in the 80s and mid-80s and 90s, by the way, came from the Monster Factory. Before Danny Cage, it was Pretty Boy Larry Sharp. Make this advertisement shorter, monsterfactory.org, and get off your couch, quit eating potato chips, join. It's You know, that school is the real deal. No fucking joke. Danny Cage is an awesome dude, all right? Get out there and fucking join. MonsterFactory.org Also, folks, right now, TickPick.com is your premier seat for a ticket. Why? Because no hidden fees. I am not kidding you. There's no hidden fees. Right now, the advertisement, I would say, there's care packages for WrestleMania 36 in Tampa, but I don't need one. I did Airbnb. I did Southwest because, well, it was 
not just cheap, but folks, this is going to be fucking amazing, all right? So, TickPick.com. I've got my Royal Rumble tickets from there in the past. I've gotten my money in the bank with Lady Lynn several times. Um, let's see what else. Raw, SmackDown Live. Looking at my list right now, actually. Worlds Collide, NXT TakeOver in Brooklyn, the Hall of Fame, WrestleMania 35. Yeah, I went by myself, but here's the deal. TickPick.com compared to, ooh, Ticketmaster. The seats, I'm comparing them and contrasting them to, it's about a one two. Yeah, an $800 fucking difference between Ticketmaster.com and TickPick. This is the real deal. For any wrestling show, concert, outdoor event, independent event, for seats on reserve, go to TickPick.com with no hidden fees. And right now, if you go to the website, there are coupons that you can type in. The promo for $199 plus, you get $20 off your ticket on on the site on purchase. This is for a limited amount of time. Go to TickPick.com, folks. Snap into a wrestling show. Tickets. Hey. Now, if you don't already have this for AEW fans, Bleacher Report Live app gets you the app $49. You can watch their pay-per-views, which is coming up soon. Actually, it's coming up See here, look at my calendar here. Today's Tuesday. Oh my. Whatever shall I do? AEW's pay per view is. I'm sorry, folks. I have to look them up because I really don't follow them. I just hear a tidbit there, watch them because, well. Oh, I forgot my shout out. I'm all over the place tonight. What's up, UK? What's up, United States? What's up, Latvia, Indonesia, Australia, Tokyo, Japan, Milan, Italy? You know, I I love you guys who listen to our show. That's crazy. I love, <laughs> it's the Philippines. Wow. Mexico City. So, they have Double or Nothing. That's their next pay-per-view. February 29th, 2020. So, uh, the 29th is this Saturday, folks. So, they're like college. It's like an NCAA event. Double or nothing. Cody Rhodes gets MJF. And, uh, so I know Moxley gets Pac. Uh, I know that Dustin Rhodes is going after Jake Hager. I also have a feeling that uh, Jericho is defending that championship again. No, it's Jericho versus Moxley. Sorry, folks. The AEW World Heavyweight Championship might be a screw job, may not be. I don't know. I'm just going along with the flow. All right, so there's that. Bleacher Report Live app, blah, blah. $49, folks, if you want to watch their pay-per-views. But for those of you who are not subscribed to the WWE Network, you can do so by going to WWE.com. Sign up for free, folks. It's your first month free. And if you don't have a valid debit or credit card, you can watch the network with a preloaded card. 
Lady Lynn, would you please tell the audience where they can get their WWE preloaded cards from? Of course I will be trained. You can pick up a three-month three preloaded WWE Network card at your local GameStop, FYE, Best Buy, 7-Eleven, Walmart, Dollar General, CBS, and the retailers where gift cards are sold. Three months, your first month is free. No obligation, no contracts to sign, cancel at any time. See, folks, you get first month free. The network has kind of uh, evolved into Netflix, if you will. It's very similar. The format that is, if you're confused, don't be. There's some new stuff, the nuances that I had to get used to. Uh, to add the pay-per-views that are your favorites. They have now a collection. You can add it to your watch list. So it is, you know, similar to Hulu. It's similar to uh, the format of Netflix. If you don't like it, you can cut it out of your life forever. So, yeah. Oh, and for those of you fighting a good fight against, you know, speaking of the network, uh, it's nine ninety or $9.99 for a valid debit credit card or no, an email address. So... So here's the deal. WWE Network, it's up to you, not up to me. If not for the wrestling, then you can watch thousands of hours of original content, such as watching your favorite superstars as they journey to their... From their current destination to their next destination via WWE Ride Along, or if that's not your cup of tea, you can check out so you can check out shows like Total Divas, Total Bellas, Ms. and Mrs. There's plenty of options out there for you, folks. Or if you really want the insight of the, you know, how they really think with each other, go to the table for three. I mean, these people are. Professionals, their friends, their brothers, their sisters in this business. And I mean, to your, you know, I don't mean literally. I mean, this is a family thing, man. All right. So enough of the psycho babble. This is the point in the show where I fair warn you: if you don't like what you hear, you have the option of muting my ass, or turning me off, or getting off your phones, or whatever device you're listening from, computer, desktop iPad does not matter. This show, Off the Rails Uncensored, is a copyrighted podcast. It's coined and phrased in 2016 on March 7th. Any further use or likeness thereof of the TV 14, or TV 14, podcast 14 broadcast, you will be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law and fined $45 forever and many times you used it so please don't be a dumbass and use my show because I don't want your kids repeating it I've already had complaints for some parents on my Instagram about my show I don't care because you're not running the show I am now angel fishy if you would please you know buckle up your seatbelts mental seatbelt that is alright you're about to enter my brain. At times it can be scattered, and other times it can be on point. Hell, you don't know what the fuck you're going to get when you listen to me. 
So I can't, I cannot promise you that uh, you're going to love or hate this show. You'll just be in between or whatever the fuck you feel. So without further ado, monkeys in the truck. Could you please? It's the music. I do not own the rights to CM Punk's living color, or, you know, living color theme done, you know, cult of personality done by living color. I do not own the rights. There, that was a huge breath in between. It's like holding a note in the opera if I ever could sing opera. And no, I'm not a fat lady singing. I'm a fat ass singing. Anyways, let's get this party started, fuckers. Undertaker was like similar to me of Ricky the Dragon Steamboat and Macho Man Randy Savage Um, folks I've been going to Mania since Mania 20 and then consecutive Mania since 29 up until now so what I'm trying to tell you right now is Matches that I remember from Mania, there's like, wait, going through nine of these, ooh, that's a lot to remember. I've got programs to help me help jog my memory. I was there when The Undertaker lost his first match in WWE. I was there when Charlotte Flair beat Oscar Street. So streaks go to die in New Orleans. Hopefully none of the people in WWE have streaks to go die because if it's in New Orleans, rest in peace, your streak, because it somehow fucking ends. Uh, Mania 31, I got there just in time for the Daniel Bryan ladder match. Uh, let's see what else. Seth Rollins versus Randy Orton. Um... Oh, when Seth cashed in, yeah, man, I remember, yeah, that was awesome. So, I have a lot of fond memories of Mania, of going to Hall of Fame. I've been to nine of those. Actually, this will be my ninth. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to go to this one, and it's, okay, some people say it's stupid not to go just because the Bella Twins are being inducted. Just like it would be stupid to say if I didn't go because Tori Wilson was being inducted and I have no other interest in what she had to offer. Her speech was worthless 
Uh, that was the part about her being a part of every dude's puberty. That's great. I mean, she owns her own fitness company now, so, you know, more power to the lady. All right? Now, enough about memories, because I can sit here and reminisce about all the memories and all the fun parts of being going to Mania and how it's people's bucket list and whatnot. So, if you haven't already done so and you're having struggles to get to Mania or if you don't have any means to, guess what? There are means. Uh, I want to say Airbnb is cheaper than hotels, folks. Friend of mine, big shout out to you, Chris, my friend. He and I are going to be in Tampa. We're going to go through an Airbnb and uh, not just posing the location. You'll figure it out when I post a lot of pictures of the beach saying it's nice having a beach in Coney Island. It's nice, you know, going to other beaches outside of that, whatever. But it's nothing compared to Florida. Florida has beautiful beaches, man. So Airbnb is one technique I would use. If you have a third-party site that you go to regularly, Expedia, Kayak, there's so fucking many. You can book hotels, you can book flights. But I suggest you don't do third-party sites because I had a bad experience after using JustFly.com because I don't know because it's not a secure website per se. Things will happen, folks, so don't do that. Go the Airbnb, make sure that the location is close to where you need to go. All right? Rent a car. Go through bookcarrentals.com. These are not life hacks. These are just helpful hits, you know, tips, hints, and what have you. Alright? So, so far, folks, the grand scheme of things, I've literally spent under $800 so far on the trip. And things, you know, people may ask, what kind of magician are you? I don't know. Why don't you see me pull a rabbit out of the fucking hat while I rip its fur off? I'm that bad of a magician. I break an egg over my own head trying to make an egg disappear or go inside your earlobe, which would hurt. I'm also pretty sure that me doing a magic show would freak people the fuck out because they're like, do you have any experience, Mr. Bales? Uh, no. Why are you, uh, why'd you saw the lady in half? Well, you see, it was the uh, grammatical uh, or technical difficulty error. I don't know. Look. Back to, you know, the travel necessities of mania. There are times, folks, when, okay, Southwest is a good airline. JetBlue is a new one. Uh, American's a good one, too. It just depends on when you fly. When you book a flight, some of you say, you already know this. I have a method, man. I don't need to learn your fucking method. Well, you're going to hear me anyway. So, when you book a flight, Make sure that you go to the actual website itself. All right? 
American, Delta, Southwest, JetBlue, Air Canada, wherever you're flying out of Heathrow Airport. You guys know this shit. I know you know this shit. But to tell you the fucking truth, I just don't know this because some of you want to know how I got so cheap because you messaged me on Instagram saying, how did you explain, you know, How did let me just pause here? How did you manage to get under a thousand dollars for WrestleMania? We did, you know, that's a feat in itself because the Airbnb was three thirteen. So let's do the math, shall we? Three thirteen. Get some gift cards from Amazon, you know, to use on Southwest. And then, after that, it dwindles your cost down. So I'm already at close to 1000 but it's like under 1000 so far. The Mania ticket's probably going to put me a little over. So, and even that, the tick pick, the tick pick tickets. They're under $300, which isn't bad at all. All right? So, one, go through the airlines that make sense that you can get gift cards to that'll dwindle the cost down. You book the event, you book the uh, flying out two months in advance. All right? So, If you don't know which airline you're going to use, here's a helpful hint, man. Go through the third-party site. See if you have enough money saved over. Then, you know, purchase the tickets. But then you have to go through the actual website itself. So that saves you. It has to just go to the website itself. Buying points is also helpful because you can literally get the ticket for $11. Not joking, right? Hotels, if you like to stay in hotels, cool. But Airbnb, that's the thing, all right? So I'm going to just point this out for you. Airbnb, whatever airline you choose, because I know there's people from around the world that go to Mania, been to eight of these things, cool. Uh, the ticket, you can try SeatGeek, TickTick, but my, you know, the advertisement that we just did, it's no joke. You, I thought it was, I thought it was a scam because they said no fees. I can attest to this, folks. Lady Lynn can attest to this because uh, she sat there with me, you know, on Skype. She literally saw no fees for Money in the Bank, no fees for Raw, no fees for SmackDown Live. That no fee thing, I thought it was a myth because. I used to go through StubHub. I, okay, the only thing I get from Access is Ticketmaster. Okay, so you have to use it today because uh, TickPick's great for shows, but when it comes to that thing, people will hike up the price on certain people like Becky Lynch or Seth Rollins. Okay, you want the whatnots and what-haves? So the whatnots and what has WrestleCon, go visit the website, man. It's 
$79 for two days. So for two people that see here, let's do the math. Let's see here. Let's see. Awesome, shall we? 79 times 2, we get 158 So $158 for all three days that they have access to. Superstars like the Great Muda, Tajiri, superstars from or stars from AEW will be there, Omega, Moxley, Jericho, and Tampa, folks. You sign up for their autograph sessions first. You can get a photo op. You can get pictures. Renee Young and... Corey Graves was the last, at, or not access, but WrestleCon, Jerry Lawler, Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, uh, just a lot of people, a lot of big names be there. The Iron Sheik, Sabu, I think the Legion of Dooms, let's see here, Road Warrior, Animal. Sorry, I couldn't think of the name. But uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, Jake the Snake Roberts. A lot of the childhood, folks. A lot of the childhood. It gets right in the feels because all these big names, Billy Gunn, Young Bucks were there. Uh, Brian Pillman Jr. was there. So, I mean, this is a big, big deal. Chris Jericho will be there. So, you, I mean... There's a lot of big, big names that go through WrestleCon, and I always tell people, if you want to spend an arm and a leg for access, go right the fuck ahead, because that's fine. I mean, you have to pay way in advance, and if there's no room for the superstars, the superstars list, there's Becky Lynch, there's Johnny Gargano, there's Seth Rollins. It's all a matter of timing and also precision because I'm so used to being on point about this. So in actuality, folks, you understand where I'm coming from with this? I'm there, yeah, man. So your question to me is, how do I know that the airlines give out gift cards? You can get them through Amazon, man. You get the biggest den- or denomination for Southwest, which is 250 or you can type in a random amount, okay? But the biggest amount, let me check that, actually, so I can ver- that, verify for that. I'm gonna, just going to get past the advertisements in here in a minute, all right? So the Southwest gift card, okay, the biggest amount that you can get from there the denominations as follows. So yeah, two hundred dollars is the biggest that Southwest can do. And you can actually use two of those gift cards uh if you want. You're only allowed to use two per transaction. That's just the odd rules of Southwest, my friend. So oh you're going to get one, holy cow. That's cool. Well, see, I already helped out someone on, on Instagram. That's cool. I'm not giving out names. Shoot. I used to do that, but then people got upset. So, But I will say where you're from. Is that, is that cool? Okay, so from Louisville, Kentucky, a young gentleman is going to now purchase a $200 gift card and do what I have been saying uh, for three weeks, lodging. 
It's important that you have a place. It's important that you have a rental car. That's pretty much the what haves and what not, or what, you know, what not. Oh, and if you're in an Airbnb, it's important go to a Walmart, a Dollar General, stock up on snacks and food so that you're not hungry most of the time. All right. So, say that. Okay. It looks like I have 20 minutes left. Holy babbling brook, Batman. My mouth can ramble further for 20 more fucking minutes. Damn cat. I love my cat to death, folks, but you know. Cat hairs, leave on the bed. No, I'm not trying to lick them off the sheets, you sick freaks. Um, so, NXT basically is going to build all these wonderful build-ups between Keith Lee, Donovan Dijkovic once more, Undisputed's Roderick Strong and Velveteen or Velveteen versus Undisputed, Ciampa versus Gargano. You know, last week. Uh, my thoughts on that is, hell yes, I want to see it again. And if Ciampa beats Gargano with hands tied behind his back, all I'm going to say, people, is you better hope and pray that you don't boo Gargano if he wins this time. It might have an off result. Gargano, I don't know. <laughs> this is funny. Alistair Black this time, or last time, right? Just because he felt like he was the chosen one. Now it's uh, Gargano and Ciampa's part, if you will. It's going to be amazing. These two put on a show. They put on a great match. A Money in the Bank takeover. So... We'll see, because Gargano got DDT'd into the floorboards. Actually, the uh, the wooden boards that go on the floor of wrestling ring underneath the canvas. All I can say is, holy shit. You know, you saw Gargano's pawn shop wedding ring get thrown into the crowd. These two are going to have a great view. Donovan Dakojevic and Keith Lee. I mean, these two, I mean, really, we don't have to put a stamp on how awesome they are and how much they can tell a story during their match. Oh, man, Velveteen, God bless you for coming back, my friend. I love the fact that he came back and already is doing the Rick Rude gimmick, you know, with the uh, wife and personalizing on his pants. I'm just saying, man. For those of you who don't remember that, Rick Rude used to, when he fought someone, he would put the uh, opponent's wife on his crotch. And, you know, to say, oh, that's not great, that's offensive, fuck you all. There was a lot of shit that went over your heads in the 90s and you didn't say shit until someone did steroids, Hogan. Yeah, you heard me say it. 
The Babe Ruth of baseball folks did roids and pinned the blame on dynamite kids. It's a whole bunch. That's another rambling rant for another rambling day. All right. So, Velveteen versus Roderick Strong. Or, in this case, Velveteen versus Undisputed. (laughs) This is, you know, to me, like I said, sometimes things are copy and paste. It's not Velveteen versus Chopper. I mean, because that feud could work any day of the week, too. Uh, As far as women goes, let's see here. Rhea Ripley. Tegan Knox, no, no, no. Okay. Rhea Ripley and Bianca Belair. And now Bianca Belair will go one on one with Charlotte Flair this Wednesday. Uh, that's going to be a de- not decent match. That's going to be a great match. So the NXT Tag Team Champions don't know who they're going to go, you know, head toe to toe with, but pretty sure it's going to be a formidable tag team from NXT UK. They had a great match with the Grizzled Young Veterans. I almost thought they wouldn't, you know, beat those two. I was kind of worried. Then again, you know, it is stateside NXT. That was the Dusty the Dusty Rhodes Classic Tournament, Tag Team Tournament with uh, NXT. So, what's next on tap? Okay. I'm, I, I, we did an AEW review early on in the show and got cut short because I sprinkled in a few rants here and there about them, and it's going to sound redundant if I keep repeating myself. For those of you who love AEW, I'm not saying that you cannot watch them. All I'm saying is take a good look in the mirror at contradictory statements from Cody Rhodes and Chris Jericho. We're not like the other companies, really. So you're not picking up microphones and explaining your point? Isn't that what WWE Raw used to do? Or we don't, we're not paying attention to them. You know, we're certainly going to keep an eyeball out, which is wrestling code for. We're certainly keeping an eyeball out. <laughs> and we are certainly watching programming and Basically, essentially, doing the best we can to make ourselves look professional. When you have a guy rolling down to the ring, it kind of looks like Sting, not really. Instead of a baseball bat, Darby Allen carries a skateboard to be an equalizer for the inner circle. The inner circle has way too many components for that group. There's Jeff Cobb. Santana Ortiz, that's three. Jericho's four. Sammy H- or Sammy Guevara's five. Jake Hager's six. MJF, I don't know if he floats in there. That's seven. Or he's in between having Dark Order do his bidding for him. All in all, dude, it's it's kind of to me like it's a it's a blend, it's a mix. You know, I don't know the identity of AEW yet. The company that has to acknowledge. Hey, can you guys, Atlanta, can you do me a favor and watch our dark shows? I want to just point this out, folks. Whatever vested interest you have in AEW, cool. 
whatever vested you have in Ring of Honor, New Japan, whatever, just remember <clears throat> there are those of us who do not show vested interest in their companies for a reason. Not New Japan so much, not Ring of Honor so much, AEW, who at times, you know, they've beaten NXT in the ratings war by a couple hundred thousand. Yeah, that's a big victory, you know, for them, for AEW. And yes, there are times when AEW does have some decent qualities matches. But why? I guess, why would you have specialty matches on your regular shows, on your regular programming? That's just my fucking take on it. So, that's all I'm going to say, you know, is that they have their good points, they have their bad points like any company. It just so happens Sometimes less is more. And if you guys, if AEW constantly puts out their specialty matches like a cage match or falls count anywhere, no disqualification, a street fight, there's just certain things that make my eyebrows raise a lot about AEW and the way they run their ship, which eventually is either going to sink or keep going. And I don't know, of course, they're steering, but it's uh, very similar to WCW's. That ship might actually sink. Don't know when, but you guys are saying I'm biased again. No, I'm just being honest, okay? And in closing, folks, we're going to – I'm just going to say the following – If you haven't already gotten your tickets to WrestleMania, don't worry because the tickets are still readily available on WWE.com. There's a link to Ticketmaster if you like being expensive, fancy dandies. If you saved all of your tax money to go to the event, great. I don't know. I did. So, like, um, anyhow, like I said, go through the actual airline website because it's secure. Make sure that your browser is secure and your information does not get stolen. Yes, I sound like a grandmother saying this to you all about the Internet and what have you, but I just am looking out for the fans around the world because you guys make this event awesome. I met fans from Germany last year. I met fans around the world. So anyway, with that being said, folks, y'all have a good night. I'm going to do some more planning for WrestleMania 36. I'll see y'all bitches on the flip side. Uh, Let's see what else. Oh, yeah. If you didn't like what good old Brian Rails had to say, then I got three choice words for you. Forget about it. And if you didn't like what Lady Lynn had to say, call me what you will. Call me what you wish. But don't call this lady crazy. All right, toodles, bitches. I got to work in the morning, so, um, yeah. And if you like our show, be sure to download our iTunes podcast for free. And if you want to keep us in your sync list or whatever it is, we're more than happy to oblige you. 
enjoy the crazy offensive bull, you know, not bullshit, but enjoy the crazy observations and rants and raves and new show, Lady Lynn's Corner. All right? So, that's all, folks. Again, for real, goodbye this time. Two little bitches, good night. Take it. Personality, the cult of personality.